0: Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast, helping you invest in property for freedom, choice, and profit. You'll learn new, innovative, and multiple streams of property income, whether you want to start, scale, or systemize, and even if you don't have deposits. So tonight, uh, I'm going to be interviewing Est Van Vy. Estvan is a member of um, my nominee down training. He's on my mastermind program, and he's been in property now for about two to three years um, since the start. Well, a couple of years since start of his journey. And what I want to do tonight is um, is get Estvan on and talk to you around his challenges, the things that his obstacles he's faced at the start. Um, Was it all really easy and straight for him, or it's plain sailing, or were there some challenges? How did he overcome those challenges? Hi, right. can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Cool. So um, thanks for joining me, Sydney. Oh, we, obviously, you've been okay. watching the, the uh, midweek McDonald's, they the normally down TV for the last few weeks, so you're the latest guest. Can you tell, them, tell everybody a little bit about your journey? So what you were doing before you came to Progressive, before we met, um, what, what sort of job you had, were you in property, did you have any property experience, and then... Uh, what what did you do so if you start there so people get a background of who you are and and stuff
1: yeah so life was a lot easier before property i've got to tell you that much (laughs) but um, i'm certainly certainly enjoying life a bit more since i started in property so um what have i done before so um those of you don't know me um i have an accounting and finance degree and i've been in the sort of finance and accounting um industry for the last 12 or so years and um worked in many places, some blue chip companies, some um, um, accountancy firms, etc. cetera. So um, nothing to do with property whatsoever. Um, the only property um, sort of experience that I've had was uh, purchasing our own home, uh, which we did in New Zealand um, quite a few years ago. Um, so I actually became one of those people um, in a short space of time that uh, progressive teach on some of their courses. You know, I became one of those accidental landlords um, that you may have heard of. So... Um, I got promoted to the UK about 2013. So um, we had a house that we lived in for 10 months and then we had to move out of it and move to the other side of the world. So, uh, of course, you know, you don't just sell it straight away because you you just bought your dream house. So uh, I ended up becoming an accidental landlord. So that was my only property experience up to, uh, up to the point where I met, um, I guess, met you. And uh, I went to Progressive Event, the multiple streams of uh, property income. Which was, uh, I think, end of twenty seventeen. So it's probably coming up to three years now. So it's quite a quite a two and a
0: bit years. Yeah.
1: Yeah, two and a bit years. Yeah. So and that was when that was when I met you, actually. Um, Best day of your life, eh? So that was this. Yeah, that was this really jumpy, loud guy on the stage. You know, talking all sorts of nonsense. (laughs) Um, So uh, somehow he convinced me. I'm just you. I'm just singing your praises here. So you convinced me on a weekend that I should sign up to your course, uh, which is quote, called called uh, Rent to Rent and No Money Down. Um, so um, I think that kind of changed a lot about my life um, today, to be honest. Because you know the uh, not just the learning, but the um, uh, the connections are made in those three days, and I guess the enthusiasm and the the bug that you put in my ear over that over those three days in terms of what can be achieved. Um, it's kind of changed, you know, how, how things have been going in my life since then. So two and a bit years, um, a bit of a roller coaster, sort of two and a bit years, because obviously it's not easy. Um, it certainly wasn't for me. And I guess we, we'll talk about it in a bit um, uh, in terms of how I, how I got to where I am. But um, look, I'm, I've been really enjoying the journey. Uh, I certainly learned a lot over the last uh, couple of years. Um, yeah, and here we are talking again on live Facebook with you about me. So, so-
0: um, a lot of people when they, they do a training or they join the progressive community, so we're in the community at the moment there's 30,000 people in there, um, over 30,000 now, it's huge. Um, and a lot of people are looking to get into property, some have already started. Um, many people they maybe go on a training and they don't get, I, I see a lot of people that want instant results, instant be, become an instant success, be, get instant results. Um, it's the world we live in today where everything is about it's gotta be now. The click of a button, immediate, immediate, immediate. Um, was, was your results, did they come immediately? Because what also happens, just for you answer this, is I see people that when they then don't get the immediate result in the first two or three months or whatever, they quit and they go, this doesn't work. So um, tell us a little bit about, For after we, you met me and you came on my training, did you get immediate results um, what happened
1: yes yeah, so i went home on sunday evening and i got five deals on a monday at 10 o'clock uh, no only joking no nothing like that at all um i had many months of struggles basically so um, i didn't just finish kevin's course by the way i didn't just do the three-day course i actually um, ended up signing up for your mastermind course um and not because i didn't understand what was going on in the three days Hang on a second
0: but, this, um, so asked, please make yeah. the recording available Tamas, it's a live feed into the progressive community so you can watch it anytime. But watch it now, because you can't ask questions on a recording. You can only ask them when they're live. So Esther, sorry, carry on.
1: I forgot about the train of thought, and I'm just joking. Um, so basically, I didn't just do, um, so I'm in a bit of a joking mood tonight, I don't know why. You with so me? I'll, I'll stop in there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe that. Um, so I didn't just stop at the three days, so I actually signed up to your mastermind course. Uh, which is um, one of the reasons for me to signing up to that it wasn't necessarily because I didn't understand um, what was going on and what we discussed over the few days, but it was more around the fact that um, um, having a full-time job, I kind of figured out, so I'm just gonna put some lights here. Um, I figured out that it's not really gonna work if I do this on my own, because you know there's a lot of great things that obviously you teach, and I know there's great things that people have achieved, but, you know, doing having a full-time job and having a family and all the rest of everything that happens in life, it can easily sort of steer you away from your goals and, you know, what you sort of, all the enthusiasm you come away with uh, after the three-day course. So I thought, you know what, I want a bit more of this. Um, I want to keep that up and I want to be staying on course just so I actually yeah, can achieve all those things that you talked about, and all, the, all those things that you've achieved over the years. So I joined, um, joined the mastermind and uh, there are a lot of people on this mastermind that, you know, achieve a lot of great things um, a lot quicker than I have. it Certainly, it uh, took me many months. So, for those of you who've not heard of this, so that's a six-month course, uh, a six-month program. Uh, it took me, I think, seven months or eight months in the end to actually get my first deal. So, I certainly, wasn't the quickest one out of your uh, all your mentees and uh, students, Kevin. But um, I remember,
0: I, I guess I remember my- our conversations. We used to show up and go. Um, this doesn't work, I can't make this work, my area doesn't work, etc. And I tried this, I tried that, and um, it was about, it was the point where you felt like quitting.
1: No, I don't think so, to be honest. I mean, it's obviously disheartening. It was more, more disheartening in terms of, you know, you want um, some sort of result and achievement for your hard work and efforts you put in, right? So I guess that's more of a confirmation that you are on the right track. And I think that was the, probably the biggest problem that that just wasn't coming. Yeah. Um, but still, I think that was, again, the, the great thing about the mastermind for me is that I kept going back every month and you sit on a table and you sit on a table with someone else who has just achieved something and you're like, oh, my God, you know, this does work, you know. Maybe I just need to do more or maybe I just need to keep doing. Maybe I just haven't got there yet. And, you know, there's people who um, post certain pictures on uh, social media and this, you know, the the, the miners with their pickaxe going with, you know, towards the gold, and the one guy turns around like that far away from the other side with all the gold. That kind of picture are sort of always stuck in my head and go, look, I could be just that close.
0: What if I just keep going for just a bit longer? And this is the reason I wanted to get you on tonight, because a lot of people, it's not just about bringing people on that go, look at me, look at my results, look at this. I wanted to bring some, somebody on and mix it up a little bit with people that, um. Can relate to everyone in the community that struggled at the start but kept going is the key thing, trusted the process, backed themselves, kept going and believed that you were close and if you were to turn around and I remember what I used to say to you and the other mentors would say to you every month he'd come in which was you know you're not achieving nothing, don't base your results on the keys of a house, don't base your success yeah. on the keys of the house, every time that you do a viewing and you don't get a deal you're learning something, Every time you go and speak to an agent, you're learning something. That's knowledge that you're going to take forward with you on your journey. And the deal will come. And the hardest deal you'll ever do is the first one. After that, it, it, the confidence builds, stuff gets easier. So you mentioned you went seven months before the first deal. Um, when yeah. the first mm-hmm. deal came, how long? That was a rent to rent deal, right? Yes, how long yes. did it take to get the second deal?
1: A uh, couple of weeks, basically. A couple of weeks. So, yeah. It's- and I was, that, was, that was exactly what it was. You know, you, it, it builds your confidence. You get to the point where it's like, okay, no, actually, this does work. And all those things that I've been doing, yes, it's taking me seven months, but I always had to just look back and go, well, actually, I'm still doing this part-time. I'm putting a lot of effort in on the weekends and evenings, but still I'm only doing part-time. So had I actually been able to sort of put all the effort in there, your full-time attention... I probably would have got a deal, you know. So it's you know, there's all these factors that I always have to just go look. You're just going to take a step back and actually just be calm about this and just actually just put it in context. If I was doing it full time and still not getting results after seven months, then I probably should just look in the mirror and go, mm, maybe something isn't quite right. Maybe you're not doing something right. So, but yeah, so two weeks after the first deal, we got the second one. And, um, and after that, we've got a few more in the next few months as well. So it's, it's one of those things. The first one, like you say, is the hardest, definitely. And I think it's more just a confidence thing and for, for you to be believing in the process and the process that you follow actually does result in the, 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 you know, the, what you want, the deals.
0: So. And this, this is a really key message for people listening tonight is that stop looking for instant gratification, instant results, immediate results. Yes, it happens to some people, but it doesn't happen like that for everybody. And don't worry about what somebody else is doing. If you do a training, if you're going after a strategy, whatever it may be, and uh, you and Bob are going doing the same thing and you do it at the same time, and Bob gets results and you don't, it doesn't mean that you're any worse than Bob. It doesn't mean that Bob's in a better area than you. It just means that Bob got his result quicker. You keep going, it's your journey, your race, your time, and your time will come. It's just your time will come at a different point to the other person. So don't panic about it, your time will come. Just make sure you trust the process, you keep following the steps, you keep taking the action, and make sure you've got that accountability and that drive within yourself as well to push yourself forward. So at the moment, obviously, you mentioned there as well about doing this part-time and not quitting your job. And one of the things I always say to people is don't jump out of the airplane, like all excited, thinking I'm gonna be a millionaire in six months. Stay in your job, build your parachute, and jump when you're ready. Um, Are you glad you stayed in the job and not jumped earlier? Because quite often I see people jump too soon. Um, I personally, I waited in my job till I replaced my income plus some. What's your plan?
1: Yeah, I think that's a fair point, actually, because, you know, you've, you you could very easily fall into that trap of, wow, this is brilliant. This is going to make me loads of money. I'm going to go for this 100%. You know, in six months, I'll be out of a job. I don't even need a job. You know, I've seen it happen. And while I think it can work for some people, I've very rarely seen that it actually does work, unless you've had some previous property experience or you're very good at sales i think sales people tend to do really really well to be honest um, from what i've seen because obviously a lot of negotiations and deal uh, deal making does come down to sort of sales um, attributes which perhaps i don't possess as much of as a lot of other people do so um so i would say for me it was hard struggle at first to do it next to the full-time role but i'm glad i did it that way because it allowed me to almost take those steps in my own pace, um, take those learnings and properly digest them and just go, look, is this actually really going to work in the long term? Had I jumped now, could I be in a position in two, three months' time that it would actually be sufficient for me to survive mm. And the answer was that for a long time, no, um, quite simply. And it was frustrating, frustrating for me um, because I really wanted it quicker. And I think most people are like me. You know, I'm not saying that I'm the most uh, impatient person in the world, but everybody likes things a little bit quicker and especially this day and age, like you say, I mean, if you want something, you press the button on Amazon and it's there today or next day. Right. So you can't escape the instant gratification. Um, and it's, you know, you re- leave it on a daily basis. Um, but yeah, basically. So, yeah, the answer to that is absolutely hundred percent, um, happy with the decision that I didn't take full time straight away. But, um, now it comes time, comes a time for me, it actually is time for me to do that um so i'm going to join the uh the the, the property investors uh, network who do this full time so i've got exactly one month uh from today so first of august which is um my birthday actually so i'm giving myself a small birthday present um and i'm going to do this full time from the 1st of august
0: can we give estvan a well done guys come on he is becoming a full time property investor from the 1st of august Two years, right, two years and a little bit after walking in the door and meeting the crazy Irish guy in Peterborough. Two and a bit years, he's full time in property. This is, guys, seven months, eight months at the start of his journey, he didn't do a single deal. He'd replaced his income. Now, here's the thing. You could come and think, okay, I want to replace my income in three months, whatever. Two years. Who'd be happy with two years? Just give me a yes, please. Yes, please if you'd be happy to replace your income in two years. Some people work 40, 50 years of their lives and never replace their income. This man has done it in two years. He deserves some love. Can we give him some love? Come on, give him some love. We're getting loads of woo-hoos, Estran, actually. Lots of thumbs up. But guys, two years. Trust the process, never give up. Esteban, I've known him, met him every single month pretty much for the last two years. He could have quit. He was down. He was thinking it's not working. He could have quit, but he had the mentality and the belief within himself to keep going because quitters never win and winners never quit. And that man right there is a winner. And he's going full time on the 1st of August. So I'm really proud of you, man. And. um, uh, it's been a, oh, an honor and a <clears throat> pleasure and everything to watch your growth and your journey over the last couple of years. And obviously, you've, you've done rent to rent and you're you're not just doing stuff alone now either. So you're looking at joint ventures, you're looking at other strategies. Um, what's the plan? What other stuff have you got in the pipeline? Um, where Where is the the band by business going from here when you go full time?
1: there's a few things in the pipeline, basically. So we obviously have the core business of rent to rent and HMOs um, that we've built up quite a few of over the last couple of years. So I want to grow that further because we've done a load of work in the last two to three months, so during lockdown especially, to just strengthen a business properly. Um, I think we got to the point sort of last year when I was more strange it was one of those things where you quite, kind of become the, the victim of your own success at first because we kind of, We've got loads of deals. We filled the houses really quickly. And it almost gave us a bit of a, um, overconfidence in terms of, oh, this is easy. You know, We're just going to fill the houses, no end. And uh, we hit the sort of periods at the back end of last year, and then COVID obviously just accelerated that, that we had a few empty rooms. And um, we got to a point when I was like, wow, okay, it's actually, this is actually uh, quite serious. We got down to about 50% occupancy at some point, um, which obviously not where you want to be. As you know very well, you know, if you're HMOs or not, near full occupancy, then you all of a sudden not making as much money. So um, so we focused a lot in terms of how we could um, fill the rooms and now we're back to full occupancy again. In the last few weeks, i basically just managed to fill all the rooms. Um, so we now need more properties. So my focus actually is going to be continue the pipeline on those. So keep finding more properties uh, and not just the property side, but also the tenant side. Cause that's one thing you learn over the, you know, as you go through the process, um, it's not enough to get, keep getting deals on houses. If you can't feel them, your business is, doesn't exist. And I think it's a lot of people overlook that. Um, your business really lies of how, how easily and how well you can stock your houses with tenants because that's where your money is.
0: Yeah. Well, you are saying so, cash flow is king. Cash flow is the focus. Oh, yeah. If you don't have that cash in the bank to keep you up to 50% to have that cash and make sure you're doing deals where there's some there's room for voids and stuff to keep your business afloat. So... Um,
1: Which all of our deals were, don't, don't get me wrong, we had plenty of fat in the deals. But if you have all of a sudden, out of five rooms, three of them being empty, doesn't matter how well you've done your numbers, all of a sudden, that's not, that's, that's not a cash flowing property. And, so and
0: as, it's one of those things. S-Fan, people sometimes say to me, that's the problem with rent to rent. Empty rooms. See that's the problem with rent-to-rent. You take on a rent-to-rent and you got some empty rooms Now you've got a problem. I told you this rent-to-rent COVID-19, anyone with rent-to-rent properties are in trouble. If you could go back to the start of your journey What one piece of advice would you give yourself? Stay away from the Irish guy No, what one piece of advice would you give yourself?
1: <laughs> uh, I guess be a bit more patient really um... I was very impatient with myself the whole time. And I think that's, that's why you saw me ringing and moaning at, <laughs> at all those masks. I've kept meetings. the messages. Um, it's, it's, it's just that, I think. So, uh, yeah, so I, I would be, um, be more patient with myself because it's, it's, uh, it's a key, um, key attribute, really, just realizing where you are, um, where you're heading. And, you know, a bit of patience goes a long way because you can really easily beat yourself
0: up in the process. Um, so, Alan Cleary is going. Do you specialize in rent to rent or what else do you do?
1: So, yes, that, that was my specialty initially. So, what I'm doing now as well is um, because I did rent to HMOs to begin with, HMOs kind of had become my focus. Um, and it's one of those things that um, I know people like to jump from one thing to another, you know, go after the shiny pennies of, oh, service accommodation, oh, HMOs, oh, BRR, oh, you can do that all day long. Um, I've learned a great deal about, um, HMOs over the last couple of years. So what I'm actually doing now is I'm working with investors and, um, helping them, um, invest in money in our area. So we're purchasing properties with people now, um, and also still doing rent to rent. So the model is the same. The only difference is that obviously, um, the ownership structure is different. Um, but everything else, the house is the same. You know, you're still looking at, um, rooms. Um, there's a lot of knowledge, a lot of specialty knowledge, I guess, from that perspective that's been built up over the last couple of years. So I think I'd be stupid to waste it and start learning something completely new um, and investing my time and effort into that. I'm not saying I'm not doing anything else. Obviously, looking at, um, especially now that I'm going to go full-time, I've got my eyes on some different things as well, but the primary focus and my core is still HMOs.
0: Which comes back to the, the concept of the whole no money down thing, which is a lot of people go, no money down is not possible. And yet we make it very clear no money down is, literally you could do a deal with no money because you could get a rent-free period from the landlord at the start and get tenant rent in before you pay. But before you have to pay the first month's rent to the landlord, um, you could do vendor finance, meaning no, no money down. But there's no money down mm-hmm. is the concept of it is no money down, little money down and none of your own money down, and somebody online's gotta go little money down, that's not no money down, but the little money doesn't have to be your money, and no money left in are are, um, other people's money. So you mentioned there, it's obviously, it's still the principles of no money down, which is finding deals for other people, joint venturing with other people using their money. So um, have you found it easy to uh, attract people with money that want to invest in your area um what sort of tips would, would you have a couple of tips for people if you're thinking about how to raise money
1: i think that was one of those for me as well as most other people as i think who's new to properties why would anyone invest with me you know that was always the question in my head it's like what, what have i got to offer and that's the thing that i think people need to clear up in their heads in terms of yes what do you have to offer and I think it could be anything, it could be your time, that you're the one who is finding the properties for people, you're the one who is dealing with tradesmen, um, order knowledge, you know, you're the one who goes to courses and understands how property investment works, um, building up a network with um, people in the industry who can actually get you better deals, um, better finance, lots lots of better things in lots of many ways in terms of what you need for uh, investing. So um, I've basically done all of those. Um, and probably one of the most important thing I've done as well is, um, which I've never used to be like that at all, is I was actually shouting about what I was doing uh, on social media. And interestingly, it actually works. Um, people do recognize um, the fact that you put in the effort in. the people like to see your journey. Um, so it doesn't matter what you do, almost in a way, as long as you are improving, as long as you are learning and people see the improvement in what you do, um, People get to know you, uh, which, again, is quite important. But know, like, and trust is has never been true to anything other than uh, people wanting to invest money with you. Because if they don't know you, they don't trust you, they're not going to give you money. It's quite simple. Um, so all those things have um, helped me a lot along the way. So you know, basically, as soon as we had a deal, and even just before having a deal, I was trying to give a lot of value to people in the community um, by posting lots of things that I've learned, Um, uh, voicing my opinion on certain things, you know, and that's not just property things, but, you know, there's a lot of things that people have, uh, I guess, lack of experience in. So, you know, my business experience, for example, for my corporate life um, has a lot of valuable input into people's um, questions around the community. Because let's face it, not everyone has a business acumen that um, us accountants and finance people have to build up because that's that's our profession. So, you know, I've added a lot of value. um, I've shown what I've done um built up that sort of network around me and um and I think that helped a lot
0: do you think as in it as what an accountancy background that you're very risk averse
1: yeah definitely yeah and I think that what it is it's not just risk averse but it's more um I don't mind taking risks but I think I want that those risks to be calculated risks yeah. which you know what I mean so understanding uh as opposed to just jump straight head first and then figure out later um is not necessarily my thing so i kind of want to know what i'm doing in a way i like yeah. you know i like to i like to go ahead and, and do it and I'm, i don't mind getting out of my comfort zone um but i think a little bit of understanding is is definitely helpful i think it's that's wise to be honest because especially if you're dealing with other people's money as well um, you have to be even more careful than your own money to be honest so
0: do you do you think you'd yeah. be where you are now had you not um, done uh, got got came, came on and got mentored and stuff and and i think a lot of people for me i think people will get there eventually but i don't think they'll get there as quick or without making as many mistakes um, what do you think you'd have you'd be where you are now about to quit your job within a couple of years had you not got the education or do you think you'd have got there quicker, slower? What, where do you think you'd be? Do you think you'd get there at all? Um, and don't just give an answer just because I'm here. I mean, give a genuine answer around. Do you think you'd do you think you'd have ever got there? Do you think you would have got there, but over a longer period of time? Because many people I feel would get there, just not quite as quick, um, and maybe with more mistakes that hold them up.
1: Where, where? Yeah, we're, I think why? it's. I think it's more the more the case. I, I think I would have got there because I'm quite. Um, I'm quite persistent, you know. I do once I put my mind to something I tend to go after it and actually achieve it. But I think it just felt to me that it was the right thing to do because of yes, what you say, you know, you're cutting out a lot of a lot of mistakes. I mean, even now, today, I give you a call if I get stuck with something. Um and that's not because I like the sound of your voice, but it's like, you know, you've got some of ton of experience that I'm it's stupid not to draw on that experience, you know. Um and there's a load of other people in the community that, you know, they're not mentors or, you know, haven't got a great deal of um, property portfolios. But I know that they have certain experiences in certain areas that they are far better than I am. And there's no there's no problem, in, you know, admitting that I'm not, a, you know, not the best at everything. And I think that's why I actually really um, probably gone as far as I have because I have worked quite hard on building a, a good network around me over the last couple of years as well. So it wasn't just me going out there doing it all on, my, all on my own. I've got a ton of great friends out of this over the last couple of years, people who I you know, regularly contact with and you know, keep in touch with. So yes, the mastermind was brilliant, um, but it's the people in the mastermind mm. and, and all the knowledge in the mastermind that, that
0: actually make it great. That's what I always say. It's not Kevin's mind. It's a mastermind. It's the people yeah. in the room. That is the contact, the, the potential JV mm. partners, the potential business partners, um, the access to funding for people who trust you because they see you regularly, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And many people forget this or miss this. And they think it's just about the, the knowledge or the strategy, but actually it's the bigger picture on all of that stuff.
1: And on that as well, I think, um, you know, you're, you're um, I, I guess you're known as a no money down guy. And you, I think you just talked about the whole no money down thing. I think there is a slight misconception I think in, in the, in the community as well, that people who go to no money down, are skinned. Yeah. You know, they haven't got any money. Right. Um, I, I want to put that straight here. It's not the case at all. I've got investors from that group. And I know many people in that group who, who, are well, they're there because they have the money. They actually need people to do the, the deals for them. Mm. Um, and then they don't just have 20, 30 K. They got a lot more money. So, I think there's a, you know, I think it's good for people to know that, you know, the money is is in the room. It's been said many times before. Um, And I think in this mastermind, it couldn't be any more true. I think we've got so many different people from so many different walks of life uh, with different sort of um, um, bank accounts and, uh, you know, I guess uh, money in the bank account as well. So different experiences. So uh, I personally love it. You know, I still go back, uh, as you know, because you invited me back as a mentor. So I go on a regular basis as soon as this is all over i'm absolutely gunning to go back and and meet people again so i can't wait i can't wait this
0: back but um kirk kirk is asking a question Esvan, well done for coming so far but what made you choose this strategy over all the others
1: <clears throat> um it was one of those things that um before i started kevin's course I thought I was going to have to travel up to something somewhere like Manchester or Liverpool or Leeds or somewhere like that, you know, the north. But um, well, I live in the south. So, so basically, I live, um, live in Reading. And um, house prices are nothing like uh, what they are up north. So for me, it was one of those, okay, I could be one of those investors who save up for the next 10 years and buy one single bite to let And, you know, in the next 15, 20 years, I might save up for another one. But once I went to Kevin's course, I thought, okay, well, that's this thing called rent-to-rent, but I don't actually need to invest, you know, 40, 50 grand into one property. Actually out of 40, 50 grand, I could probably have myself seven, eight, nine. So um, basically the, the location of my, my geographical location and the house price, it kind of dictated what I was, what I was capable and able to do. Um, so that was really it really for me. So I think, Kevin always, always says on his course, and I think it's very true, is you don't necessarily have to go far from where you are. You just need to find the right strategy that works where you are. Um, and it could be anything. There's loads of different things. So, and I think I, I say this to my mentees as well, because I know a lot of people go, oh, yeah, I don't need to travel. It's like, well, do you really? Um, have a think. Have a good look around. Understand your area. And maybe, just maybe, something is there for you to do.
0: The whole point of this is not to create another job, eating motorway services, food, and traveling up the country for hours with your family. The whole point of this is to be close to home with your family. So, um, Javi's asking a question, what, what, would, you, what would you say to, to him? He had his first deal today, and they rejected him on the signing of the contract day for a rent to rent. I feel that my issue is speaking on the phone and saying I do not have any deals. He can't lie. What would you say to him?
1: Well, first of all, I'm really sorry to hear that. That's um, a bit of a kick in the teeth to uh, just pull out of something that you're about to sign. So, um, But look, um, I think you have to just keep going. To be honest, that's the only thing I can really advise on this is don't give up. If you got this far, you're almost closing a deal, and you clearly are doing something right. So... I think, you know, just have a good look at what actually made them decide that they want to pull out of this deal last minute. And just, to be honest, just go and meet them. And just ask them a question. You never know, there might be something completely different in those circumstances that change that you have absolutely no control over. So I would say, first of all, find out what happened here. And whatever you've done to get to that point, I would just keep doing, because that's a great thing. So well done anyway. Well done on that.
0: Absolutely. And i just add as well, Javi, so everything else I just said, plus... Um, you, quite often people, maybe not you Javi, but people presume they know why somebody said no to a deal. And the reality is presumption is the mother of all Irish ups, Or mm-hmm. uh, the other word that the kids might still be up. Don't ever presume. <laughs> so how do you find out why somebody said no to you on a deal? Maybe it's a completely different reason to the fact that I don't have a deal. Because I doubt it, right, that you got to the point where you were about to sign the contracts today and then they found out, oh, I'm just, it's just my first deal. You had to covered that earlier, and they still agreed to do the deal with you, but then pulled out last minute. So there's gonna be another reason they pulled out last minute. And um, use, so what we do on our, on our Mastermind is use the group. It's your first deal, it's not our first deal, so we have done more deals. And my, my mentor, my partner, my JV partner, we have these number of deals. This is my first deal in this area, but we have all these other deals. See, that's not a lot because we do have deals, to, deals in the group. Um, but do not presume you know why this deal fell apart. And absolutely back to what Estvan said is you've got a deal to the day of signing. So you've done a lot of things right. A lot of steps have been correct. What you've got to do is repeat the process and trust that the next time you get a deal to the day of signing, it's not going to, they're not going to turn around again, right? That would be the worst look in the world, that they turn around again and go, sorry, we're not signing now. It's the day of signing. So you just got to repeat what you did. You have proven to yourself now, and this happens all the time, by the way, people focus on the negative and the bad thing instead of the positive. And the positive is positive mentality, positive mindset. You have proven to yourself that you can speak to an agent and a vendor. You've proved to yourself that you can Put a deal for a negotiation forward. You've proved to yourself that you can get a yes to a deal. You've proved to yourself that you can get the contract in and looked at and whatever, and you get to the point of the day where they're about to sign it. You've proved to yourself that this works because you got somebody to say yes to a deal. It's just they changed their mind on the last day. So actually, 95% of what's just happened is hugely positive, and you focused on the 5%. And it's a kick in the teeth, like Estevan said. But you've got to focus on the 95% that went right, Javi, right, because you're so close right now. And it happens to all of us. We've got deals that we get, deals that fall out of bed all the time. I was buying a property at auction, right, buying an auction property at the moment in the last couple of weeks. Three weeks ago, well, we put the offer in. It got accepted. We've been to solicitors. We've had the valuations. We've got all of this stuff done. Somebody has just put a higher offer in on Monday, Meaning that it's a five grand higher offer. Meaning it's going to cost me 5,250 quid now. Yes, just 250 quid. But it's cost me 5,250 quid because I've had to up my offer by, two, by 5,250 quid to be 250 quid better than the other person. So that's a kick in the teeth. Five and a half grand, I could have gone to the Maldives. But this is the thing. Shit happens. But... You've got to just keep going, knowing that there'll be another deal that you'll get five grand discount on that swings and roundabouts it. So keep going, Javi. By the way, another positive, the agent. right? Is it the agent or the vendor that decided to pull out? It was the vendor. Brilliant. Because you still have the relationship with the agent. You've got an agent that wants to work with you. So there's so much positive that you can get out of this deal that you've got to focus on the positives, guys. I see too many people focus on the negatives. So, Esfan, give me your final yes. top three tips you want to give to the community before you leave us this evening.
1: Top three tips? Now, I know that you are thinking about it.
0: Just go. About <laughs> property, whatever. <laughs> top three tips.
1: About property, whatever. Well,
0: about, about life, if you like.
1: Right. Um, well, I think, you know, just my experience over the last couple of years has really taught me just to keep at it, guys. Um... I think I've heard it many times and I think it's very true. I certainly find it, it resonates with me that property is simple, but it's not easy. You know, it's, it's a house, you, you know, you let it to someone, you know, they pay, Bob's your uncle, done, but it's not easy. There's a lot of hard yards, a lot of ups and downs. So just keep at it. I think that would probably be my number one. Yeah. So I think the other thing would be, um, is, uh, keep educating yourself. I think I'm co- continuously doing stuff. I'm learning something new. So, um on a weekly basis you know recently i've started uh, learning about how to advertise on facebook for example because marketing is key to your business um so you know be persistent keep going um keep learning and um just enjoy it to be honest because if you don't enjoy this if you know if you're doing this property investing because you think this is the thing to follow because somebody else doing it for you don't do it you know I really enjoy. it I really enjoy the people I'm around. I enjoy the whole side of going after deals, the rush of it, the, the you know making the houses look better, um giving people a nice place to stay. All of that actually gives me enjoyment, and I've developed a passion for it. So I think if you you have to enjoy it, you've got to have a passion for it. Otherwise, it's not worth doing. So
0: those are probably a key thing. It is interesting. <laughs> Hopefully, that's, uh, that's interesting it is interesting right that you actually it grows on you property doesn't it and it becomes like a, a bit of a drug
1: yeah oh yeah absolutely yeah well i think what it, it does when you have a success of it right i think and i can see why it wouldn't for people who don't have a it, because it can grind you down as well because it can be full-on you know social media especially if you're part of these groups it can be overwhelming you know oh my god that person got another deal. Oh, my God, that person got another deal. And oh, I haven't got a deal yet, you know. So it could be very much, um, you know, it could seem like a grind. But, you know, if you haven't got your deal yet and you are working on it, you're doing the right steps, you will get there. I can guarantee it. Surround yourself with the right people and you will get there.
0: Good stuff. So, guys, that s Number one, thank you for coming on tonight. Thank you for sharing your wisdom, sharing your journey. Thank you. Um, Hopefully that's inspirational for some people watching and hopefully that helps you in some way on your journey, wherever you're at. To just keep going, don't quit, back yourself. You will get there in the end. Remember, it's not a race, it's a journey.